The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Welcome back into the Punt and Pass podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler, joined by my co-host, Aaron Murray. And Aaron, it's Wednesday. It's conference championship week. We're giving it to the people one show each day leading up to what is sure to be an awesome weekend of college football that will decide who goes to the college football playoff for the 2017 season. We have had a lot of interaction on social media throughout the week already. Please continue to do so. We are at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. Aaron is at AaronMurray11. I am at DrewButler13. And if you've been looking at our social media accounts, you will know by now that Friday night, that's right, this Friday night, December the 1st, Aaron and I will be doing a live taping of the Punt and Pass podcast at the Sweetwater Brewery in Atlanta. It's free to go to. Admission is free. Come hang out with us. We'll be doing a live taping of the podcast. We're going to have a great time. We're getting geared up for an awesome weekend of football in the SEC Championship and, of course, drinking delicious Sweetwater beer. We also mentioned yesterday that we're going to be at the SEC Fan Fair this Friday from 4 to 445. Aaron and I will be on the press box stage answering questions in an interview format, and that will be really fun. And then, Aaron, I heard you break this news yesterday on 680 The Fan with Buck and Kincaid. We will be at Stats on Saturday. I'm not sure of the time yet. It's going to be before the game, probably around 11 or noon. And again, if you're going to be in there tailgating around the College Football Hall of Fame area before heading into Mercedes-Benz Stadium, Come hang out with Aaron and I. We're going to be hanging out a little bit afterwards before we both head into the game. But, dude, what a great idea by us collectively to do a show each day, a little update show each day. We're going to start breaking down games tomorrow, so be sure to tune back in. But so much news breaking this week. You and I were texting throughout the entire day yesterday because it seems like every single 10 minutes or so, A new update pops up on the phone, and we've got college football news breaking. Yeah, it's all over the place. It's making making it fun, though. It's making it a fun week. I know we're toying with the idea, and we're always trying to evolve here at the Pine Pass. Next season, maybe having a little bit more update shows. I think it's fun. I just think there's too much going on with players, coaches, obviously the playoffs coming out last night to talk about. So the more the merrier, man. We're just going to keep bringing the news, and hopefully you guys enjoy it. No question. All right, so let's just jump right into it. Biggest news yesterday, it was developing earlier in the day that Tennessee was meeting with Oklahoma State head coach Mike Gundy. They were in Stillwater or they were in Dallas meeting with Gundy and his agent and his family pitching them. It was reported that Peyton Manning had called Mike Gundy on his own, selling the Tennessee football program to him. They brought the private jet out there. People thought that they might have been picking Mike Gundy up, but it was in the evening said that Mike Gundy turned down Tennessee at $7 million per year. So two things to look at here, Aaron. 
one, Tennessee's not messing around. They've got money to play with. I mean, this would almost double what Kirby Smart is making at the University of Georgia. And two, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, there is absolutely in no world a situation where you go and offer Greg Schiano a job over Mike Gundy. Yeah, it's just it's they're desperate right now. It's literally they're looking just to throw any amount of money. And obviously it's it's Tennessee. They have deep roots, they have big pockets to kind of go out there and spend money right now. Uh, they just got to find someone willing to bite, and it's going to be hard with all with all that's going on right now uh, at Tennessee, especially after the Shiano uh, incident that happened a few days ago. I don't know what coach would want to go there that doesn't have ties to Tennessee already. I mean, you know, look at the names right now that have you know kind of already pushed them aside. Obviously, Gundy last night, Jimbo Fisher said no, Dan Mullen said no, David Cutcliffe has said no. It's just, I mean, they're throwing money at these guys. They're doubling their salaries and they're still saying no. It's just, there has to be something, maybe something else going on that these coaches are looking at this program and saying, listen, maybe it's not worth the money. Maybe it's because it, the, the stress of the job, the stress of trying to rebuild this program. And it's just not worth it at the end of the day, especially if, if you don't do a good job and you're gone in three years, it, the security is just not there. And at the end of the days, I think these guys want to feel secure in their jobs. I think they're all in great places uh, where they don't want to leave. No, you're, you're exactly right. And there is something going on from, from the outsider's perspective, maybe one that hasn't really been diving too much into the situation. You know, a lazy take would point to the social media reaction of the announced Greg Shiano hire. I mean, I thought it was rightfully justified. People are, upset with what's been going on at Tennessee and the football program for the past 10 years, Aaron. I mean, it's been 10 years since they've been legitimately relevant and they don't want been, been another since old Dooley. Exactly. It's been since the, the and, Dooley hire, which was uh, very bizarre. I think everyone agrees that uh, when they hired him, it was just like, what are you kidding me yeah. with his, with his flamboyant pants going on on the sidelines? <laughs> it's no, just totally. like you're, you're Tennessee, man. You can't be doing this kind of hire. I know he, you know, the name has deep roots, obviously, with, you know, Coach Dooley in, in Georgia. But, um, you know, it started since then, and it's just been just down world every year with coaches, and they, they just can't seem to pick a winner, which is just mind-blowing. One, because obviously the money that they have to spend on these guys. And exactly. two, the, the deep tradition that Tennessee has with 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 winning championships and, and competing for championships and and the fact that no one wants to go there is, is almost comical at this point. Well, that leads me to my point. The reason they don't want to go there, I think, is the ineptitude of the athletic department. And in specific, John Curry, the athletic director. It's been said that Jimmy Haslam, who is a co-owner or majority owner of the Cleveland Browns and a gigantic booster for the University of Tennessee, pretty much calls the shots for John Curry. That's why you know he's... The owner and the CEO of Pilot J Gas Station Companies, which is based out of Ohio, and everybody says that's why he wanted to get Greg Schiano in there. A couple people told Jimmy Haslam, "Hey, Greg's a great coach," and uh, they announced that they were going to hire him. That's unbelievable to me. So coaches are looking at this, going, "Man, I don't care how much money you throw at me. Why would I want to work for? I wouldn't go as far to say a corrupt, but an inept athletic department. That's your boss. You guys have to be on the same page, and if you're not," There's a lot of trouble there. So going back to yesterday's show, Aaron, I still think T. Martin is a possibility. I don't know where else Tennessee will go if you stay atop our social media feeds. 
I'm sure we will be able to continue to break down what is going on with the Tennessee head coaching vacancy. Another news bit that broke yesterday, Mississippi State found their coach, Joe Moorhead, the offensive coordinator of Penn State. Penn State did have a pretty dominant offense the past couple seasons with Trace McSorley at quarterback, Saquon Barkley at running back. Everybody crowned Saquon Barkley the Heisman winner about week four or five, Aaron. I think you remember that. Baker Mayfield seemed to take that over, but... Reading the news articles about Joe Moorhead last night, it seems like Mississippi State had a home run higher, and I also read that he will try to keep Todd Grantham. So a little, a little tug of war between Dan. I don't know Moore if he wants Joe that. Moorhead. I don't know if he wants that. <laughs> yeah. Any thoughts on Joe no. Moorhead though? No, exciting stuff. I mean, he's a big look at the stats for Penn State the past two years. This year, averaging forty-one, a little over forty-one points per game. Last year, thirty-seven points per game, and then going back, he was. Before that, previously, he was the coach at Fordham, the Fordham Rams from 2012 to 2015. They're 38-13 before he headed up to Penn State. So this is a great coach. He has some experience as a head coach. Obviously, he's had a lot of success in just two seasons in Penn State. He's very creative uh, as an offensive coordinator. He's fun to watch. Their offense is fun to watch. Obviously, they've been balling out these past two seasons. So that's a, that's a great hire, kind of a a guy that has flown out of the, under the radar a little bit, but a guy who... Um, is creative offensively has, like I said, has shown that he can be a head coach. My only problem is obviously he, he really doesn't have a lot of ties to the sec Yeah. when it comes to, uh, that's going to hurt him a little bit when it comes to recruiting, uh, where to go, who to get, uh, trying to reel those guys in because it is a competitive race right now in the sec to bring these guys, uh, to their, to their school. So he's going to be at a little bit of a disadvantage at that, which I'm sure why he needs, uh, say a Todd Grantham who has been the SEC whose name is uh, very recognizable to these kids these families so if he's able to keep him I think from a recruiting standpoint that will help him out a lot but coaching wise he looks like a home run uh, as a coach it'll be interesting to see if he continues to call plays next year as offensive coordinator he's gonna have his hands full not only in the SEC more specifically in the SEC West and most specifically with the expectations at Mississippi State that Dan Mullen has installed in Starkville. Good hire for them, as I'm seeing. We'll be interested to see how he fills out that coaching staff. Okay, the next bit of news, which made me laugh. As most people know, I lived in Arizona for three and a half years. Pretty familiar with the Arizona State program. News breaking last night that they have singled out ESPN's Herm Edwards to be a viable coaching candidate to fulfill their vacancy. Aaron, I texted you this last night, or, or better yet, you texted me that Arizona State was looking at Herm Edwards, and I said, you know what, I'm sick of it, okay? I don't think Herm Edwards has coached in the NFL in almost 10 years. It's I been looked, since 2008, the Kansas okay, City Chiefs. So it'd, be, it'd be 10 years, and do you, years. do you have his head coaching record in front of you? Because it's well below 500, if I'm not mistaken. It's pretty bad. Okay. Well, I mean, he hasn't coached in college since 1989 when he was a defensive back coach for San Jose State. Okay, so I have an idea. I mean, All right? holy smokes. I have an idea. Put your name in the hat, okay? You will be the head coach, all right? You can run the spread offense. You, you have full full say over the offense. I think what we should do is focus on defense, Aaron, right? Heavily recruit the defense in the Pac-12. That's going to make us a different football team. I'll handle the special teams, right? We'll have ball and special teams. 
And recruiting will be a breeze, dude. Old Town Scottsdale, great golf courses, spas for whatever reason that they want to use a spa. We would take over the Pac-12 in a heartbeat, cut whatever they're going to give this next coach, cut that in half. You and I can split that. That's right? fine with me. It's right? still a lot of money right there. It is still a lot of money. And you know what? They don't even have to give us extra budget for our assistant coaches. We'll, we'll pack it all in. But this is getting <laughs> outrageous, dude. I mean, what is going on? And, and we also talked about, or we haven't talked about, the buyouts that these coaches are getting. Kevin Sumlin? That dude's getting paid $10 million in the next month. Guaranteed. Yeah, yeah guaranteed. And he can still get a job next year. Usually these buyouts, it. usually these buyouts... You can't get a new job for another year. That's why you see a lot of these coaches go to ESPN and CBS and Fox for a year, pretty much just taking the year off because if they do take a job, they lose that money from the buyout. But his is he can go next year and coach and, and go make another six or seven million dollars. And he, so, I mean, he know. can make about seventeen million dollars this year just on the buyout. And then if he if he ends up finding a new job as well. So, whoo, baby. I see you scratching I mean, your what? head, man. You're really thinking about maybe quitting the oh, CBS Sports God. thing and just throwing your name in the hat to go start Throwing coaching. Throwing it in there, just see what could happen. You just never know. These guys are desperate. They have money to spend. It's just a unique world right now. And then they're just looking for a big splash. They want a big, I, fun I, name. I kind think of Herm get, Edwards get is a bit more like a ripple, but yes, in Arizona State, well, it, it could just, be a big it's, splash. It's, it's name recognition. I for think sure. they, they, they see the name recognition. I think they'll think, oh, it's going to help us in recruiting, or fans are going to like it because they see him on TV every Dude, day. Recruits now don't even know who Herm Edward is. Oh, they know him. They watch enough TV to know who he is. I don't know if they like him or not. The but guy they who still, yells about Twitter there. and NFL football players? Come on, man. They don't know who Herm Edwards is. I'm 28, <laughs> and I barely know who he is. This I'm just is saying, though. Out of control. For him, for him to jump back into college, and it's been, what has it been, about 30, 30 years, 40 years since he's been in college football? I mean, 30 years? It's just like... It, the game has completely changed even in the pro level since he stopped the coach in 2008, the, the personalities of players have completely changed to think that he could go in there and command the respect of a football team from day one when he hasn't been in a locker room in 10 years is uh, a little, a little mind blowing to me. Yeah. That's a little bit far fetched. Okay. Speaking of far fetched. And, and I think this bit will attract a lot of our listeners, Dan Mullen, the newly named head coach at Florida, just hitting the ground running and visiting Georgia top recruit and commit five-star quarterback Justin Fields. He's a relentless recruiter. Aaron, you've spoken to this um, from a personal experience. He is talking to Justin Fields yesterday and today, and, and please let us know, what is he telling him? Because you're the one person that has the experience and the knowledge to relay this information. You know what he's telling them right now? He's saying, look, you're going to go to Georgia. You're going to back up from for two years, two years. You're yeah. going to sit behind from for two years. And yeah, they're, they're going to tell you, they're going to make a package for you and you're going to get X amount of plays, but go watch the film kid. Because right now Jake from is playing great. And to think that they're going to give you big, a big enough package where you're going to have fun for two years is not realistic. You come to Florida, you're going to play right away. Look at what I've done yeah. with with mobile quarterbacks, Alex, Alex Smith, Smith, Tebow, Timbo, Dak Prescott, and then Fitzgerald this year. Look at what I've done. All these guys have been Heisman guys. They've gone on to get drafted in the NFL and had success in the NFL. Obviously, Tebow up and down, but any any recruited Cam Newton too as a quarterback. Yeah, any recruited Cam Newton got him there, and Cam Newton probably would have played for him if he didn't get kicked out. 
So I mean, he is a he, great pitch. He's a think great he's pitch. Being that blunt with him, do you think he's being I that so. sincere and being I like, think, "Hey, listen, you are not going to play for two years. Not up to what you want to play." A hundred percent. It is so late in the game, recruiting wise, that you have to come out guns blazing at yeah. this point. There's no dilly dilly, chilling, hanging dilly out, dilly. drinking a beer. Dilly dilly, baby. There is none. <laughs> it's it's you got to throw out your best stuff day one as soon as you walk in that door. Because the kid's going to be on Georgia campus soon enough, and yeah, if, I mean, if he, he doesn't get him right now, it's it's over. He's supposed to sign early signing period, correct? I mean, that's yes. less than one month. So Dan Mullen so throwing the book of, at him. Yep. And I, I, you know, for me, if I'm in his shoes, if I'm in field shoes, this is a tough decision. I know you commit to Georgia, and and I I I, sure. I hate I hate when kids decommit. I think a commitment, it's your word, it's your bond to the school. And and these kids just flip flop all the time. It's crazy. But listen, it's it. I'm I'm trying not to be biased here. I think it's a great situation for him if he did go to Florida. I yeah, think Dan Moore's a great coach. I think it's a great situation for him. It's a great offense that's built for him. I mean, Georgia's offense is not built for a mobile quarterback. No, it's it not. Never has they would have they would have to change that offense around. And I'm sure Dan Mullen's something like that. How realistic do you think a coach can have two game plans? built for his team in one week every, every other week you have to have a pro style offense ready and oh, then that's all of what sudden they get paid the big bucks for that's why you got to get five stars I, in there. I, you just i haven't seen georgia and cheney creative enough to kind of mix up an offense i guess they would have a whole off season to play with it and try to figure it out but all right, hey let me let me put you on the spot okay yeah bring it up i'm justin fields all right i'm calling aaron murray on my cell phone i'm gonna make a decision I know Aaron got recruited by Dan Mullen at Florida. I know Aaron went to the University of Georgia. Ready? Give me a short answer for your personal advice to Justin Fields. Ring, ring. Hey, Aaron, this is Justin Fields. I got a big decision coming up. Coach Mullen's all over me. I really love Georgia. What should I do? Do what you feel best. Do what you feel is the right thing to do. You made a commitment to the University of Georgia. You committed for a reason. There was some reason why when you walked on that campus, when you met those coaches, when you sat down with them, there is that comfort, that love. You're from Georgia. Your family's close to Georgia. Go with your gut. And I know it's so it's hard sometimes with the fanciness and, and Coach Mole and the new coach, and you could be the guy right away and all that great talk. But deep down in your heart, if you know what the right thing to do is, and in your opinion, and your family, and hopefully surround yourself with the right people and talk with your family, your pastor, whoever it is. If, if you know what to do, do it, and don't look back, don't regret it, and go out there and just ball out wherever you end up. Oh, I love it. Dude, you know what? You should really be a coach because you could be a great Damn recruiter it. also. All right, listen, Justin Fields. We, we could if easily you listen, go some field. If you listen to Punt and Pass, which I know you do, there you go. Whatever your decision is, Aaron Murray just helped you out. And guess what? I think – I think Dan Mullen's been listening to Punt and Pass, too, because he's been understanding that I've been on the horn saying Jacob Eason is staying at Georgia. I've been saying it all season long. And if Field switches to Florida, Eason back in the saddle for the University of Georgia, then he's going to the NFL after 2018. Okay, Aaron, last night, 7.30 p.m., the college football playoff poll, the fifth edition came out. Top four, of course, your boy, Drew Butler, had it down. Pat, number one, Clemson, number two, Auburn, number three, Oklahoma, 
number four, Wisconsin. Undefeated Wisconsin finally gets in. I thought Georgia would be five. I don't know if that was biased or I had my blinders on, but they put Alabama at five, and Georgia is at six. I woke up this morning, I was listening to Golick and Wingo, and Kirk Herbstreet said, if Clemson were to lose a close game to Miami, Clemson could get in with two losses. It all depends on what's going to happen. I don't think there were too many surprises on the college football playoff poll last night. But again, we said it yesterday. It does not matter because this weekend is the college football playoff quarterfinals. Open your eyes. Look at the situation at hand. The football is real this weekend, and it's going to simply decide who gets in to the Final Four. Yeah, I think I was a little surprised that Alabama was ahead of Georgia. I always felt that committee was you know, kind of – on the mindset of what have you done for me lately kind of thing. And obviously Alabama coming off a loss. I think that's the reason why I thought Georgia and I'm pretty sure you did as well. Why Georgia would be that fifth spot. But at the end of the day, we both agree. If Georgia wins, they're in, if Clemson wins, they're in, if Auburn wins, they're in, if Oklahoma wins, Wisconsin wins, they're all in Miami wins, they're in. But I I don't agree about the, if Clemson loses a close game, they're still going to be in the playoffs. I, I don't see how you could put a two loss Clemson over in Alabama. It just doesn't happen. No, no, I totally agree. I totally agree. And, you know, you just said it. If certain teams win, they're in. If Miami beats Clemson in the ACC championship, they're in. They're in. They if in. Georgia beats Auburn in the SEC championship, they're in. And on social media last night, at Punt and Pass, Brian Smith, at Brian S0312, sent us a tweet. He said, do you remember what Coach Rick said Two years ago, and he sent me an article. This is from December 14th, 2015, when Coach Rick came back to Athens after he had taken the Miami job, after being fired from University of Georgia, came back for the senior banquet. This was his direct quote, Aaron, December 14th, 2015. I am 100% convinced that the University of Georgia and the University of Miami are on a collision course for a national championship. He said that at the senior gala two years ago. So Coach Rick, newly minted 2017 ACC Coach of the Year, sounding prophetic. And that is not surprising to guys like you and I, Aaron, who know Coach Rick and uh, how good of a guy and how smart he is and how good of a football coach he is. So congrats to him. Congrats to Miss Catherine and the entire family. Well-deserved. Georgia and Miami could be on a collision course for the national championship. And like our good friend, Our brother Ryan Skates said during our live podcast taping, we were at the studios of 68 of the Fan, if Georgia and Miami do play for a national championship, we need need a follow-around camera for athletic director Greg McGarity. Because that would just be... Oh, he'd be stressing. Most stressful, and I wouldn't say unfortunate, but certainly not what he was thinking when he fired Coach Rick. Uh, just two years later, having to play him at a national championship game. Um, oh, I got a great stat here before we wrap things up. Oh, no, another, another, another quick little quick Tennessee tidbit Please. before before. Uh, currently, they're looking at the probably going to be interviewing SMU's Chad Morris today. Really? So, yep. And that's there's Tennessee. another name we get thrown out. That's okay, Tennessee cool. today. Yeah, like there's that. another name we get thrown out there. Old friend of mine, Chandler Catanzaro, current kicker for the New York Jets, former kicker at the University of Clemson or Clemson University, however you say it. He really spoke highly of Chad Morris. That he's a great recruiter, a great guy. So that would be a good hire for them, I think. A really good hire. Okay. Well, last... they've gone. You look at the three years. Just going back to him real Please. quick. 
SMU two and ten, five and seven, and then seven and five. So he's he's kind of built the program back up, and then he's only making two point one billion. So if Tennessee comes in there with that big seven million dollar salary, I'm sure he's going to be a, a little ecstatic and 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 might be jumping on that. So that will be interesting to see what comes out of that later this afternoon. No question, and and I'm seeing also that Jimbo Fisher probably going to Texas A&M. I mean, that's just probably what's going to happen. That news won't break until Florida State's done with their season after this weekend, playing a makeup game against Louisiana Monroe. One more statistic for you, Aaron, before we get going. I found this from Hunter Ansley on Twitter. He is a ESPN statistician. He said teams playing again a week after Alabama went three and five this year. Texas A&M beat Florida. LSU and Mississippi State both beat Arkansas. Their average score was 23 points to 32 points. That's 10 points worse per game. Five fewer scored touchdown. Five more touchdowns given up than those teams' season averages. Excuse me, five points, not five touchdowns. So five-point differential for points scored and points allowed. One week after playing Alabama, well, guess what? Auburn is playing one week after playing Alabama. We don't know if Carrion Johnson will be 100% healthy. He certainly won't be 100% healthy. We do not know if he will be playing. So if this stat rings true, Georgia seems like they're in really good position. And Aaron, I cannot wait until tomorrow because we're going to start breaking down these games and we're going to give the people exactly what they want to hear. Yeah, exactly what they want to hear and what they need to look out for. Because we're coming in hot with some great yes, stats, sir. some great opinions, and getting everyone ready for to rock and roll. Uh, obviously, don't forget, we're going to be out and about this weekend. Sweetwater on Friday, yes. stats on Saturday, doing some events all over the place. So you'll see my pretty mug and Drew's ugly mug yes. all throughout Atlanta the entire weekend. So I hope everyone's ready. Everybody should be ready. If you're not ready, get ready. Come correct, because we're bringing it. All right, Aaron, anything else before we wrap this baby up? And, That's and it for me, baby. Tomorrow? Okay, sweet. So everybody, get ready for an awesome weekend. Again, Friday at Sweetwater, Friday at the SEC Fan Fair, Saturday at Stats. Hang out with us. Get interactive. Holler at us at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram, puntandpass at gmail.com. Aaron's at AaronMurray11. I am at DrewButler13. Check back in tomorrow for a fresh installment of the Punt and Pass podcast where we finally begin to break down what I'm calling the quarterfinals of the college football playoff. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See you.